Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Ye Ye Martinez. And this is Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast. Yeah, that's right. Did I? Yeah. I'd have to go back and listen to that. Just like all our peeps, go back and listen. Yeah, all of our peeps, go back and listen. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Subscribe. Actually, you can subscribe now. We're everywhere. We are taking the world by storm. You can't hide from us. Come on, subscribe, listen, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Tell your friends to tell their friends. Why don't you tell your friends to get with my friends, and then maybe we could be friends. Is that all right with you? <laughs> yeah. Do you even know what I just referenced? Friends. Biggie Smalls. Why don't you tell your friends to get with my friends? And maybe we could be friends. Is that all right with you? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Keep banging. Oh. Uh, oh. And you were singing. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Which was a song that you played on one of our episodes, right? I did. Yep. I did. It wasn't Sly and the Family Stone. Uh, I don't. You got me on that one. War. God, y'all, they don't sing that song. No. That is, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Doesn't he sing that? Tom Jones? Yeah, he doesn't sing war. Huh. No. Good God, y'all, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again now. War. Huh. Good God, y'all, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again now. I don't remember. I don't know the rest. I don't think it. No. John Jones. Tom Jones doesn't sing it. Who was it? Oh, that stinks. Anyways, man, we'll we'll find out later on. We'll we'll get back to you guys. We don't fact check today. Tom Jones sings it. Jeff, my man. I'm fact checking. Twenty seventeen is the year of fact checking. <laughs> That's good. Ew, I, I'd rather be on that side of it than the opposite side. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I got it. I, I remember seeing that name somewhere. But I don't remember. Uh, yeah. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. What do you think of when you think of that song? I think of the uh, war I think of Rush Hour. Yeah. With Jackie Chan. And, <laughs> when he's a war. Good God. Oh, was it in Platoon? That was a great movie, man. That was when Charlie Sheen was a person. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Willem Dafoe at the end when he's getting shot up. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Yep. And what's the other dude's name? Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger with a scar on his face? Yeah. Who um Yeah, they they had to they had a cast, a good cast in that movie for sure. Back then? Back then. Who sang for what band? Do I listen to this now? Sly and the Family Stone? Is that the same song? <laughs> Today it is. Uh, Living Color? 
Really? Yep. What's the Living Color song? Cult of Personality. Okay. Okay. All right. Whatever happened to them? In living color. Do, 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 do. You can be what you want. That's the Dead in Living Color TV show. They faded. Uh huh, gotcha. I mean, well, they were a black rock and roll band. Not too many people were listening or or thought that they could probably fit into that genre, huh? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Big Jeff, what's been going on in your world, man? I don't know. You seem kind of heated about some stuff. Well, I, I, I feel like you get upset a lot by or you let what happens on Facebook get to you a lot because true or false true okay because it butters my biscuit brother isn't buttering your biscuit a good thing no okay Are you a contributor? Uh, so be real. Let's be real. Would you say instigator? I did definitely not instigator. Okay. Uh, I posted something the other day, yesterday I think, that said because I'm tired of both sides of the aisle, the hatred coming from both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. And watch this. And it was a loop, a one hour loop of a fat unicorn dancing on a rainbow. A one hour? Of a unicorn dancing. <laughs> what? And there's a guy that for the whole hour, the only music is music in the background and this dude going, I'm a dancing unicorn on a rainbow, like a fluffy unicorn uh-huh. dancing on a rainbow. <laughs> People got sucked in. Rainbows and unicorns. Uh-huh. You know? Come on. Who doesn't like rainbows and unicorns? How? So obviously we've got a new president, yes, right? Sir. I was, hey man, I was sad, man. Like not sad that this dude is a new president. Like that's a whole different topic. But I was sad that President Barack Obama kind of like all of a sudden, like one day you're here and like then you're not, and it's like, and that's it. Dude, when they had the the footage and it was showing on TV of him and Michelle hopping on the helicopter and flying away. Yeah. I was just like, damn, that's just, yeah. You know, all that played in my mind was the mash theme over and over. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, just thinking about it now, it's like, it's in the, in the blink of an eye, really. In the blink of an eye. Yeah. But it's funny, right? When you look at, they were showing pictures and videos of him first getting in and mm-hmm. leaving them. Those eight years haven't been good to him, brother. Well, I mean, I th- but I do think, like, if you look at almost anybody in eight years, like, 
a lot of change is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, that high stress, oh my goodness, I can't even imagine, man. I can't even imagine what it's like just to work in the White House and nonetheless be the president. Oof. If you could work in the White House, what position would you want to be? Any, anything in the White House from janitor all the way up to president of the United States. Don't think too hard. Just spit it out. Okay, we'll come, we'll come back to that. <laughs> I'll let that, let that sit in your head for a while, and we'll come back to it. But back to these eight years going by in the blink of an eye. Like, I think that I would want to be like, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay, no, so we're there. No, cut me off. Hey, this is a conversation, brother. You know, like when I was watching, and they had the like special, not liaison, but advisor to the president. Because I'm gathering that you would spend a lot of time with the president and Right. Knowledge and experience. I think that would be pretty cool. Other than that, I'd probably want to be chef because they probably get some really good food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably the dog. <laughs> Dude, the dog. <laughs> the best dog in the world. No, no. A, a human being, a, a human being, I. Um, um, I like a uh, speechwriter. That'd be a good one. You're a good wordsmith. Uh, I'm a I'm an okay wordsmith, but I I appreciate that. Thank you. But maybe speechwriter. Um, try and slide in some jokes every now and again. Uh so did you hear the one about? Wait, what? What were we talking about? Something like that. Like the second would be like Secret Service. I think that would be really good. Oh, that's tough. If they have if they have like personal trainers, obviously I want to do something like that. You see, that would have been good working with Michelle. For her, her yeah, it would have been. Kids. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Not Michelle. Or maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, um, uh, what was I just going to say? Uh, I don't know. I feel like press secretary is a lot of responsibility. But speechwriter is obviously a lot of responsibility. But press secretary, like you're, everybody's just coming at you. Yeah. You don't even have a temperament to look at Facebook without getting upset. But how do you know you're Italian? That's an interesting question. I, it, yeah. I'd like to see um, people in those kind of high responsibility, uh, high stress, um, high importance roles and see how they could handle it. Like even for like a week, you know, because to your point, so many people on Facebook chirping. Put them in one of those roles for a week and then just see what happens. Right, exactly. And I'm not even saying president. I'm saying, like like you said, press secretary, uh, chef, whatever the case may be, dog. And that kind of gets me, too. It's like people just throw stuff out there without any 
opinions on concrete stuff, right? Well, they'll, they'll, they give opinions. Isn't opinions what they're giving? Right, but their personal opinion. But if you think that this is so messed up or that's so messed up, what would you do to fix it then? Yeah. And then they just have nothing. But a, a, a lot of them, or some people do, but it's just like based on what? Like right. it's based on their opinion. Like they think they have a solution. Oh, he should do this. You should do this. They should do this. Based on what, bro? Like what have you done? To <laughs> like, why is somebody exactly, exactly, and that's okay, man. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, but you know, it's like you can put it a different way. Like, where are we trying to go here? Are you just trying to be a pessimist, or what's the deal? What's well, my thing too? Like, okay, have your opinion, but go about posting it in a positive manner. Like, why you gotta go the negative route? Look at us chirping about Facebook. <laughs> so many things in the world that we could be talking about and we're sitting here chirping about Facebook. It was just a point that I wanted. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying anything against against anything, but I'm just saying this is this is the kind of stuff that like sits with people. We should be reading good books. We should be informing ourselves. We should be surrounding ourselves with with uh People that are doing good in the world, and we're talking about the bad stuff and the chirping that's happening on Facebook. And this is this is not just you and I. This is a conversation that happens everywhere, all of the time. What were you trying to play? Well, talk me through it, Jeff, and put your mouth up to the mic, bro. Yo, there's some silence going on, Jeff. I need you to talk to me. Two seconds over here. Wait, is this Jeff's joint? No. Is this a five-minute sermon by Denzel? No. Is this a Colgate commercial? Being fluffy unicorns, dancing on rainbows. How many people on Facebook? Dude, that is, that's good. That's really good. For an hour long? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny. So, let's stop talking about that, then. Sure. And let's talk about a positive story in the news. Sure. Yo, but how positive is this? This, I mean, like, I don't know. Is it positive? Is it bad? Like, the first, go ahead. I just can't even imagine being the parent, right? The BPs. The BPs. The birth parents mm -hmm. who are in a hospital and give birth to a baby. And the baby's stolen. Not as the APs, the abducting parents. She was in by herself? She was dressed up as a nurse, took off. Wow. I don't know. Dude, I hadn't watched. I haven't watched. The only thing I've watched on TV this year, I think, has been Shark Tank, um, Wrestling, and The Bachelor. Yeah. 
<laughs> Saved by the Bell. Um, seriously, I haven't. Like, I, I know of that story, but I don't know the details. So, you're in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, even crazier. Yeah. Oh, of course. It all comes back to Facebook. Pictures that were posted or uh -huh. but a cop said, Oh my god, I think that's so and so. Looked into it, investigated it, and sure enough, this was the girl who was stolen eighteen years prior. Well, this is gonna be a movie. But listen to this. This story reminds me of this movie I watched on Lifetime when I was a kid with my mom. I think it was called something like My Name Is Not Sam or something like that. Or My, my Name Is Sam. My Name Is Steven. Was that it? Are you sure? Regardless. But it was about a kid that got kidnapped and was raised essentially by these people that kidnapped him. And then come to find out he was kidnapped. Like obviously you know the story he was kidnapped. But he was raised by these folks and then doesn't go back into his uh bps until he's older right and this is it is this story man it's so creepy man and crazy i saw it i saw it i was just laughing to myself when you were saying lifetime movie because i used to believe i used to believe that every movie was on lifetime that was on lifetime was based on a true true event i've i thought that until I was an adult. Like, I just thought that's what it was. Every movie on Lifetime was based on a true event. That's why I was scared to watch some of them. I'd be like, really? He broke into her house like that? And did that? <laughs> Yo, but there have been... By the way, I'm trying to fact check this. I, I, I understand. I understand. Wow. Wow. So this girl was abducted in Jacksonville and they stayed in Jacksonville? In Jacksonville in the hospital. Woman takes off mm. with the kid. They find her 18 years later in North Carolina. Oh, they were in North Carolina? Yep. Oh, man. Yep. This poor girl. Wow. Yep, that's it. My name is Steve. Uh, so, wow. So going back, so brain fart. Going back, you said 
She was taken in Florida, moved to North Carolina. So they were saying that, obviously, once the cops figured it out, they went to the house, grabbed her, took the mom as well. And the girl was treated really, really well throughout all the years. Like, she wasn't abused Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Right. She treated her beautifully. Right. But I think that the woman who had taken her was mentally ill. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hence taking right. the baby. Um, but the girl said that she doesn't harbor any ill will towards the woman. She raised her as her mom, you know? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't, she's not like, how could you screw me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. She's just like, I love her. She's all I know. And being reunited with her parents, her father, obviously, Right. The VPs mm-hmm. aren't together anymore. Right. But the father was super like emotional when he was giving some interviews and just like, I held hope all these years. I cannot believe, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, after 18 years, you pretty much figure that the worst is past. Yeah. You know. And I can't even imagine getting that phone call. Oh. So, super positive. I mean, now she's an adult. Like, she's an adult. Yeah. yeah. 18. Wow. Yeah. Man. In totally unrelated topics. <laughs> How do we even take that? How do we put a positive spin? This is what we're talented at. This is what we're skilled at. The positive is, you know, obviously the girl was treated well and not hurt. Yeah. For years. You have parents now who breathe a sigh of relief. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was going back and to meet them and all that. Uh, never give up hope. Never give up hope. Good one. Nice, nice tie back. Way to bring that back, man. Wow. Well, I hope that uh, everything works out for that family. And uh, yeah. Never give up hope. Wow. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Hope and change. <laughs> I thought that was President Barack Obama. <laughs> Man, we are in different times now, Jeff. How do we remain steadfast? How do those people that have their heads down, remain steadfast, and keep hope alive for themselves or however they think their lives are going to be impacted and changed. How do they keep hope alive for the good that will come? In this situation or just in general? In any situation? Uh, However you want to spin it. Mm. 
Well, you better word it good because this is a podcast. This is our podcast. People are expecting us to talk. Uh, depending on the situation you know obviously the sun rises every day yeah cliche Mm -hmm. sun rises every day every single day we have a chance to make a change to think a different way to do something differently to impact someone to treat someone a certain way do for others Mm -hmm. right Mm-hmm. You know, but once I got past that point, it come a time where you have to start to not move on, but change your routine this way. Some way you can heal, <clears throat> you know. And for me, I know that I would have to participate in something. Where it's are you talking about? Are you? Is your reference to those that are struggling with uh, Donald Trump getting elected? What is your reference to? I'm asking. Uh, no, I was thinking about the situation with the, the kid. But if you want to talk about Oh, it, I, 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 I thought we were talking about that. I thought we... we uh, we're yeah, because I said an, an unrelated topics. Okay. Which a lot of your stuff was applicable. But then... But a lot of your stuff was applicable. But I'm talking about those that... Uh, feel like they've lost hope now because of President Trump and 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 all of all of the things that uh, you know that they felt a certain way about with him getting elected. So I'd spit it out a lot quicker if you would have explained that. Dude, I said you said, are you talking about Trump or something else? And I was like, however you want to spin it. Go back and listen seven minutes ago. So it might have been seven minutes and a half. <laughs> Afraid of what? Of everything that he has said prior to the election. For example. For example, making fun of disabled people. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And making fun of that reporter. So, right off the bat, do you think that he's just an emotionless person? Or does he dislike disabled people? somebody up in the rafters uh, protesting or something how he pretty much said to beat the crap out of them and that's the way we would have dealt with it back then and you know then people start beating somebody up you know the way that he spoke about minorities you know Latinos especially you know um, you know kind of disgraceful and I'm not going with anything or saying anything like I'm over it at this point mm-hmm hoping that he does well Mm -hmm. because that means well for the country. Right. But these things were said and these things were done. 
and there's no getting around it. So in all reality, it makes you wonder if you're in that situation. Well, is he going to put forth legislation that will impact me? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying me, I'm saying mm -hmm. those who are scared and afraid. Yeah. You know, because that's the only thing that you could take from it. So, in my opinion, I mean, you know, do you sit there and write your congressman and all these people and have friends and family and all these people write congressmen? Does that do anything? You know? To sit there, your state legislatures, people in Congress, you write them and say, this is how you feel on this. You need to vote this way on that. This, that. Does it sway them? I doubt it. You know, are they loyal to people that they're in the pocket of? I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah. You know, you can't just have that, let's sit and see. Because you sit and see, and then all of a sudden one day you wake up and it's like, okay, it's a new world out there today. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I think that locally and within your circle, within your circle is where it starts. If you have other people who feel the same way, you console each other, you boost each other up, you keep each other's spirits up, um, you know, and then you find a way to act. You know, that's one thing that President Obama said. You know, we're all citizens. And we all have to do our part in some way. So do you, does everybody find locally ways that they can help and get involved and all these things? You know, to have a say think there's any straight up answer bro because it's kind of like a wait and see type situation because we don't know just today uh, the president signed off on stuff to push the pipeline through okay what was that the codes I believe so <clears throat> so you look at it you look at it and you say okay what was it last year or the year before when there were all the white dudes on the horses mm -hmm. and they were protesting don't do this and you can't come take our land mm -hmm. right and the cops showed up and they spoke right and they said you know for what weeks or a month and back and forth talking about this that the other thing mm -hmm. right so what happens when now it happens but there are Native Americans on that land right what I saw on TV was turning hoses on them Spraying them with pepper spray, hitting them, and, and doing all this stuff to them. Mm -hmm. How is that okay? Mm -hmm. Right? So you look at stuff like that, and it's just like all of a sudden he signs this thing now that says, go on, take care of it. What was inspirational to me, and that's what I mean about boost each other up, be there for each other, find a way that you could help. What happened when this happened to the Native American sites in at the pipeline in Dakotas, mm -hmm. I think it was like a thousand veterans showed up mm -hmm. and made a wall. Right. This way police or whomever was there mm -hmm. couldn't mess with them. Right. Like stand up for those that can't stand up for themselves or be there for somebody else to support them through the struggle. Yeah. It just pisses me off that why is it okay to do that to somebody who's Native American? But again, you have these other people and they just happen to be white and very civil and very sat there and just spoke to them.
Right. Preach, man. Preach. Hey, <laughs> preach. Let it out, man. Like what you're saying isn't isn't wrong. It isn't bad. You, I mean, you've you've given some some uh, some good insight, and you've given some solutions. Uh, you talked about how it starts with the person and how you can stand up for another person and how you it starts locally. So I thought that you made some valid points there. Um, you know, and, and it, it, I don't know if it's already started to wear people down, but those that do feel frustrated and upset or sad and 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 have given up hope, like to your point, it starts in your home and then it spans out from there. Like you've got tentacles that you have to reach out to those that are less fortunate. You've got to do the things that you can do. And if that starts by going to help at a homeless shelter, if that starts by cleaning up your community, if that starts by going to help people in, in, uh, in, um, in, uh, that are in old folks homes right if that starts in going to your schools and volunteering like it all starts there and who knows how what that what ripple effect that can create so there are a lot of things that he's going to do that won't directly impact everybody right there are a lot of things that he's going to do that are going to have a huge impact on certain communities but just because they have an impact on your community doesn't mean that you cease or yield doing whatever it was that you were doing for good. And to do it right. right. Yeah, exactly. Like nothing, nothing good ever comes of hatred or, or, or doing something just with mild intent like do it for a purpose. Do it because it's something that you're passionate about. So for me, Not passionate against. Right. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> to me, that's the perfect segue into last Saturday with the Know You Woman March mm -hmm. in D.C. Right. Right? And in every city across the country or select cities in different mm -hmm. states throughout the country. Coming to a city near you. <laughs> so I was looking at numbers real quick but I think that they were saying two to two and a half million marchers showed up in D.C. and this is the first protest like this that there were no arrests right mm -hmm. and they had a big stage and they had people coming out and preaching and saying some pretty naive things like Madonna got up there and said something just ridiculous. See, I heard she said something. But she said something about bombing the White House. Really? Yeah. Or blowing up the White House. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, See, that's bad. That Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Was it head of state? Head of state. Like when he said security. I remember when I did that one. I don't remember that part. I guess I got to watch the movie again. You 
And my Chris Rock impression isn't that great. Wait for it. <laughs> so, so you talk about being passionate and stuff that you believe in, and I was just bringing up the, the mark. So, again, and being positive about it, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I hate to go back to the whole social media thing, but you're, I'm seeing posts and memes about <clears throat> what has Trump taken away from you? You know, he's in two days in office and he's protesting and this, that, the other thing. And I mean, again, it goes back to. saying about overturning Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Right? He said that. He was talking about defunding everything to do with abortions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He's saying all this stuff and not for nothing. So I have two girls. We know that. Right. right. Two daughters. I'm very passionate about women's issues and I'm very passionate about empowering women and independence anybody, let alone the government, has a right to tell a woman what to do with the body. Mm-hmm. Just kill <clears throat> to think that there's some dude sitting on the phone somewhere saying, this is how it's going to be. Right. You know? So, seeing all these posts about what did he take away, blah, 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 it's stuff, again, going back to that whole thing, it's stuff that could happen. Right. Right. Which isn't right. If mm-hmm. somebody's doing the same exact job as somebody else, they should get paid the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. If you're experienced and if you need a degree or whatever the case is. Right. So. Good, man. Very good, brother. Preach on. Preach on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, man. I thought you had some great, again, you had some great points there, man. So. I'm with you, brother. I, I, it starts in it starts in the house, and then it, it it there's a ripple effect to the community and people. I mean, if anything, I think, and even though it, it will be very difficult, if people can really start to have these kind of conversations, right? Where it's it's we have to talk about race we have to talk about women's issues we have to talk about uh we have to talk about these things and you know hopefully we can have this dialogue and we should be able to have this dialogue anywhere intelligently that's what upsets me is that is is when people uh put up uh, barriers to having these kind of conversations, right? Because you might feel challenged wherever wherever it's at. People talk about stuff being appropriate at work, or that's not appropriate to talk about here. That's not appropriate to talk about here. Man, that's poppycock. Is that the word? 
That's whatever, man. That like we are. If you're an adult, you should know how to carry on a conversation and know that um, this is the other person's perspective. This is my perspective, and at the end of the day, we may not agree. But if we can have this conversation, that hopefully moves us a little bit further because now at least we can understand one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my opinion, but what do you think about it? You know? Mm-hmm. Just talk straight up. That's, that's what it needs to be done. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Good stuff, Hefe. You, you, you brought it today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Honorable Pastor Hefe here with us today. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to preach to you. About all of the the great things that should be happening across these United States of America. Uh, we hold these podcasts. <laughs> nah, man. I, I you know I I appreciate the fact that you and I can have this conversation, and hopefully um, somebody listens and they just say they just say you know what. Instead of harboring these feelings that I have or somebody that feels opposite of that is like, you know what? I am good with everything, but I want to understand where you're coming from. So hopefully people on both sides that have listened to this will be like, I'm going to I'm not going to be afraid to have that conversation with somebody and not in an argumentative way, not to debate, but to sit down and listen and understand. Don't sit down with an agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Do, 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 do. So, Jeff. No, it wasn't. That was in vogue. Hmm. Huh. Oh, I was thinking of Queen of the Night. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were. Because. <laughs> and I am telling. That was Jennifer Hudson. That wasn't even Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston would be, uh, So, Jeff, we come to the part of the show where uh, we like to wrap this thing up, man. Um, you know, uh, I, 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 there was a lot of emotion coming from you, especially. Uh, so I'm glad that you were able to get some of that off of your chest. Um, you. I wouldn't want you to walk around with that on your shoulders all day long. So I'm glad that you got it out. It's all right. I can tell. I can tell. So. Jeff, it's now time for the Beast Mode Moments. Yes, 
And this beast mode moment comes courtesy of, can you guess? Team Grasshopper. Indeed. Here we go. So I felt that this uh, went right along with what we were talking about today <clears throat> and how some people uh, uh, may feel that things are against them now. The easiest and the hardest part of your day will be giving up. The easiest and the hardest part of your day will be giving up. Giving up is easy. Giving up is hard. Depending on the lens from which you view it. That is your beast mode moment. Jeff, we've now come to the point of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where Jeff, the musician, loves to tie this thing in a beautiful bow because he just loves music so much. If you follow him on Facebook, if you go to the Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast page on Facebook, if you check him out on Instagram, you're going to see he's always posting music videos just letting you know how he feels. That's how he likes to communicate with his fans. So we tie this thing up in a bow with Jeff's joint. Jeff. What are you going to hit him with today? I've given you plenty of time. <laughs> I've given you plenty of, every single time, man. Listen, we're on iTunes now. We're on Google Play and SoundCloud. I can't have these people here waiting on you to download the song for them to listen to, man. Ready? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff's Joint. Yes, I know. That's my favorite artist ever. Tupac. Ever. Ever. Tell us why you picked that, Jeff. What it was and why you picked it. I mean, as always, I'm trying to get some lyrics that fit with what we're talking about. And just straight up, what he was saying, right from the get, you know, start treating each other differently. My man, I love that you played that. See, I knew it. I knew that one today. Yeah, <laughs> man, Jeff, I appreciate you being honest today. I love you for it. Um, you got any takeaways?
I call everybody brother and sister, right? So I've been asked, oh, are you super religious and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not. But we're all human beings. You're my brother. She's my sister. We're living on this earth together. And we've got to just start treating people differently, being open-minded instead of closed off in a box just with our views circling around our heads. You know, we got to drop the blinders and open our eyes and truly, truly care about the person to your left and the person to your right. I'm with you, but I love how you ended it on Michael Jackson. Make that change. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Jeff. (laughs) Thank you, sir. This has been Beauty in the Beast Mode. I am Yeye Martinez. Uh, Till next time. Peace.